Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. UEFA Champions League football is streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Nine months of heart-stopping, hold-your-breath exhilaration is underway with the biggest stars, top teams and craziest fan bases across Europe. Watch every game from the group stage through the knockout rounds as Benzema and Real Madrid defend their title against Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea, PSG, Barcelona and more in football's biggest club competition. So don't miss a single sweat-soaked second of regulation time, stoppage time and extra time and stream every match of the UEFA Champions League live exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. It's got to 2-2 two, two, and we've still got more than half an hour to go and here's Ozil, Lacazette, Ozil! Hello, welcome to another Touchy Gooders podcast. My name's Lewis. I'm joined today by Sean. How you doing, bro? Yeah, all good, man. All good. Sick, but you know, you know what it is. Mm -hmm. Nursing the wounds like we're, from, we're, from Sunday. Yeah, from, from from the live show, man. We're, we're, we're still suffering, man. Still suffering. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, getting ill wasn't the only uh, <laughs> thing we got from that bloody show, man. Jeez, we got our ass handed to us. Uh, yeah, man. I just want to say a big shout out to everyone who came to the live show. Um, even you horrible United fans who came. Um for those of you probably will be listening to this, just to get, because you're sickos and you just want to get your overdose of of pain. But we're, we're going to try not give it to you on this episode. We're going to be we're going to be quite we're going to be quite measured. We're not going to be um we're we're not going to be giving you uh, emotions like we were giving you on on Sunday, man. Emotions were running high. There's a lot of there's a lot of memes going around of still images of people just looking mad. But um, yeah, it was a it was a great day. I appreciate everyone coming out. Um, there'll be plenty of more of those shows to come this season. Um, and yeah, we hope everyone had a 
had a great time. Um, but yeah, let's get into the into the game show, man. Like it was um we already knew what was on the line prior to the game, right? We it's, it's, it's never a game that's been particularly favourable to us. Is it one one win in 15 um, at Old Trafford in the league? It's a very bad record, right? Like, probably our worst record out of all the Premier League teams. Um, it, it feels that way, right? Probably between that and, and Spurs. Like, we haven't won at Spurs for a while as well. But those two, deep, those two games do seem to be our Achilles heel. And it has been for at least the last decade. And, you know... But saying that, I did head into this game with a very positive mindset, thinking that we could do something. Um, I didn't think, you know, I didn't believe that we, you know, we would come away with three points or anything like that. But I felt like we were in a good enough place to play well. And if the, you know, if the dice fell for us, we, we could um, we could come away with a positive result. How was you feeling coming into the game? Yeah, I, I felt I felt good. I didn't feel good about the game, not because I'm not feeling good about the team, but just like you said, it's uh, there's too many PTSD traumas from this ground, man. It's the ground I hate playing at most in the league. league you know, even when we played well, still never seemed to win. And it was, uh, you know, the case again on Sunday, man. So, yeah, it is what it is. Like, I'm never confident going there for a multitude of reasons. So, um, but... You know, it, and it did have a you know a feeling of deja vu. You know, um, but I, I, to be fair, I don't feel like we had played well at Old Trafford in a while. We actually played well, even though obviously, even though we came out of the defeat. And I think you know, it's a bit cliche to say, but like you know, every big game there's always fine margins. So, for example, if that Martinelli goal goes in for us, maybe it forces United out, and it's a different game. Do you know what I mean? So, um, so unfortunately, it is what it is. But team should take heart from it. it shouldn't lose confidence just bounce if we play like that we'll win nine out of ten times most weeks yeah 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 um just looking at the team is it is is there anything that you would have you know done a little bit different i mean we didn't you know we, we obviously we didn't have party available um i'm not sure how fit um you know zinchenko was uh coming into the game and is there anything that you maybe would have done differently in hindsight or was you happy with the lineup. I'm no, no. I mean, obviously, Lokonga was was an enforced one. But outside of that, it's pretty much as strong as it can get at the moment. So I wasn't unhappy with it. And I don't think, you know, by the first 10-15, when they started all right, I think we pretty much had it. Bossed it all game. We forced them back. We sustained well. Um, we kept them penned in for times. Um, you know, we, we didn't get the rubber to green with, with uh, the disallowed goal. And, you know, just one moment, you know, it, it's really annoying because when you look at the stats after the games, you see how many touches United had in, had in our box. It was next and it was less than 10, do you know what I mean, through the whole game. Yeah. So when 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 that happens and you're on the receiving end of conceding three goals, it is, it is annoying. But I do feel like we also shot ourselves in the foot a little bit as well, um, you know, with some of the goals we conceded. And especially we were talking about it in the group chat, you know, um, being open in transition, actually. Funnily enough, that's probably one of the things under Arteta that just really hasn't happened a lot. We're normally usually always quite compact, solid through the middle. Um, and, and you know, um, yeah, it, it, it just didn't materialise. And, and even if you, you saw the Liverpool game against Napoli, uh, I think Jamie Carragher said similar. What, what tends to happen when you don't put pressure on the ball and you're employing a high line is that, you know, you, you do leave yourself susceptible. So... 
once you're employing that high line, you need to be aggressive off the ball. And I think that was one of our, our, our downfalls today. We were a bit lax. They were a bit too many, you know, the distances were a bit too much, I think, between the lines. Um, you know, if mm. you think about the Rashford goal, uh, Ericsson into Bruno, there was acres of space around him and, and, and that can't happen, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, there was there was quite a few issues with um, the goals that we conceded. Um, it's interesting, though, because, like you said, we did... I thought we started really nervously and Man United were really in the ascendancy for the first 15 minutes. And then we kind of hit them with our own sucker punch, you know, same, same way they hit us with theirs. We hit them with um, our own, which was, I think we were slightly just trying to, we were, we were getting a little bit into the game at that point with, you know, slowed the tide a bit against them, but you know, you wouldn't have said we looked like scoring at that point. And then boom, we out of the blue, um, Martinelli's thrown goal and a lovely tidy finish. Um, you know, love lovely finish, lovely dinked finish over um De Gea. And unfortunately it was it was called back for a foul. Um my personal thoughts on it are <clears throat> I look at the foul and I'm like, okay, it probably is a foul, but it's more my my issue is more of like the the use of VAR. You know, I thought VAR was being brought in to, you know, not to um, retrospectively referee games every decision, right? Because the referee, it's not like the referee's view is hindered in that incident. You know, he saw the view, he saw the incident very clearly, right? It's right there in front of him. Um, so I don't understand why that decision can be... Well, it's supposed to be clear and obvious, right? Is it, was that a clear and obvious foul? If it was clear and obvious, wouldn't the referee have seen it? And, and you know, there, there was nothing obstructing his view. I just don't understand why these kind of incidents are being brought back and refereed ret retrospectively. They're not big enough incidents in the game. Like, it's it's up for debate whether it's a foul or not. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Um, I, just, I just don't think we should be going to these lengths to disallow goals man it's in the Brighton game we literally saw uh who was it that barged someone off the ball was Tielemans. It Marsh? Tielemans. Tielemans. Yeah. right yeah literally just barged someone off the ball right and Leicester scored I don't really see the difference between that and what um Erdegaard did if anything Tielemans one was more egregious like that was mad aggressive you know get off the ball kind of thing um it's it's uh, do you know what is a lot of it is is the implementation of it and the inconsistency of it as well. And, and that's what's not just frustrating us as Arsenal fans, I'm sure loads of other fans as well, because, uh, you know, like you said, it's retrospectively refing the game. If you really wanted to, and, you know, you could find an issue with anything, but, you know, we're lording the Prem as, as, as a contact sport, but we're pulling up any little thing. And really and truthfully, the way they slow these things down, it makes everything look a lot worse. You could find an issue with everything, really and truthfully, once you slow it down. So... Yeah, man, and I just, I just think it's taken away from, you know, from from the enjoyment, man, because you're just thinking, oh, is this going to get pulled back? And you know, I, I think, yeah, for, only for clear and obvious things, man. The ref didn't give it in in, in usual time. I, I, that's, yeah, yeah. I just, and and, and, and the thing is, it, the thing is with those kind of goals as well is like. I'm always really cautious about celebrating. I, obviously, at the live show, we all lost our heads. We started celebrating. Man, we're jumping on tables and all sorts, right? <laughs> and um, <laughs> and but 
genuinely, I saw nothing wrong with the goal. It was like there was no feeling of, oh, this could get bought for enough. Because Martinelli was clearly on side. You know, I thought we won the ball fairly. Um, and then just to see it get bought back for that is, is really frustrating. But, um, yeah, it's, it's the game we're dealing with at the moment. And it's not very fun at times. Um, and, yeah, it's... I don't want to say that decision cost us because I feel like that decision actually turned the game for us anyway. Um, I felt like we started to really dominate the game from that moment. And I, it was almost like, well, that was easy. We can we can do that again. And um, I think it was a real warning sign to Man United that they also can't leave themselves open at the back. They, they got. I think they started to revert to type a little bit. I think... First 15 minutes was what uh, Ten Hag wants Man United to do. And then once we had scored the disallowed goal, I thought that they kind of reverted back to type of what they normally do in big games, which is sit back and try and absorb pressure and, you know, just go really long and direct. Um, And I don't know if that was part of Ten Hag's plan. It didn't seem like it for the first 15 minutes. Um, but maybe, maybe he just made a decision like, okay, cool, that was a bit too easy. Let's <laughs> let's sit back in and and exploit Arsenal that way. If he if he did, kudos to him. If not, um, I'm not giving him any credit for that because that's what Man United have been doing under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, Jose Mourinho, you know, everyone, right? So um, yeah. Um, after that, I felt like we were we were really in the end in the ascendancy, and we had you know quite a few chances. Um, I'm trying to remember the game now. It's all a bit of a blur. Um, mm-hmm. but thinking back to Sunday, did we have any chances in the first half? When did the goal happen? Man United hit us on, the, just, on yeah. a sucker punch, right? It was uh, yeah. trying to remember what no, happened. To be fair, to be fair, the, the first one wasn't really a counter, but um, no. yeah, it was, It was you know, breaking through midfield, Lokonga didn't win a challenge, Gabriel came out, didn't win the challenge, so, you know, we were, we were a man less and Zinchenko moved in and you know they had a man spare and, and that was that was kind of it we got punished from there and that was that was one of the Achilles heels during the games you know Lokonga not winning enough duels in the midfield um mm. and you know just not playing like a like a six he has a tendency to want to drift and yeah. and you saw what happened when that happened especially with the second goal as well the second goal yeah. acres yeah. of space in the middle so I, I've been listening to a lot of the fallout from the game like listening to other podcasts i was quite surprised that you know the amount of praise that lakonga was getting um i thought he was the reason i want to say he was the sole reason we lost the game right but i do feel like his lack of positional discipline um his timid timidness off the ball really cost us and you know, I, I don't like El Nenny. I, I really dis, dislike the player, right? Not not him personally. I, I don't like El Nenny as a player. I think he's horrible, right? But if El Nenny plays that game, I don't think we concede at least two of those goals. Because yeah, because he, he, doesn't, because he doesn't, he doesn't move. He doesn't move from that position. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, and that's what we needed, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So it's so, a. And, and you can also see why, you know, that sixth defensive midfielder position tends to be reserved for more experienced players because it requires a lot of positional discipline. Do you know what I mean? So you, you shouldn't really be moving from that position. 
it's 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 just a, it's it's a give and go role. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I just think yeah, he was far too lax defensively. He just wants to play as an eight for me. You know, I, me personally, I've, I've still got a lot of doubts around him. But I think if he's going to play, he has to play as an eight. I guess at the moment, Partey on any being out means he's playing as a six. But <laughs> but yeah, I think um, I think he's got he's got a lot to learn now. Do you know what I mean? And and if we look at it like this objectively. If I think, you know, I'm still remain to be convinced that the manager himself is convinced about him because if he was, he wouldn't have tried to sign Douglas Louise on deadline day. Do you know what I mean? So, of course. Do, you think, do you think that was playing on Lukonga's mind a little bit? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, this is not an isolated case where I'm criticising, you know, these are criticisms I've had about him off the ball generally. Um, you know, you're, you're saying people praise him. I guess on the ball, he was OK. But even then, sometimes... Yeah, I mean, but I don't think he did anything crazy. crazy. He takes too many touches. He, he takes too long yeah. to release. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I just didn't really understand the. I didn't really understand the praise surrounding his performance. Um, I get it. You know, he's a young player, and you don't go too hard on him. But at the end of the day, like the, the whole discourse around the defeat is. Making me feel uncomfortable, but I feel like we're getting a bit too wrapped up in just how good the performance was. Um, I thought the performance was good, but it wasn't like we didn't create like a shit ton of chances. We didn't, you know, it's not like we had we had them penned back, but you never felt like. But do, do, do you know what it is though? Sometimes I think we get too wrapped up, and you know, when you talk about chances, shots on goal. I, as in, I also class, you know, maybe like a chance as, you know, promising position. You know, I think how many times we were, yeah. uh, I read, you know, you know uh, how many of our players had more than like five touches in the opposition box. It's more yeah. a case of firing it across the bad decision making, yeah. yeah, and just we had a lot of promising situations where sometimes, and you know, this is what we were guilty of, Erdegaard, especially in terms of overplaying. You know, sometimes yeah. you just got to pull the trigger. So I think you, there was yeah. one bad one for Odegaard, Odegaard, wasn't there? Where he's just like, yeah, yeah, bro, shoot, man! Like you just scored like three or four. How many goals he scored the last couple of games? Come three. on, man! You're on a hot streak, yeah. bro. Come on. Yeah, you, there, have, there was a lot that of much that. territory. You have to make them pay. Yeah, so I, I yeah. think that, that that's more it as well. So, and you know, it, it's that because because at the end of the day. Um, I don't think Ten Hag wants to... Well, I know for a fact Ten Hag doesn't want to play like that. If you've watched his Ajax teams, that's not how they play, do you know what I mean? But obviously, yeah. he's using it as a means to an end at the moment until he probably gets the midfielders he wants. But still, yeah. he would not want to see his team have 30% possession at home, do you know what I mean? So I think we did no. that well initially to, to just keep them boxed in. They couldn't get out, um, but we just yeah. didn't make the most of it. So, so yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah. it's a lesson for them. And I even saw Jesus after the game even said, we just got to be ruthless. And, and I think that's... Not even just the criticism of Sunday, even other games, you know, Villa and Fulham, we both won 2 1 in both those games, but we could have scored like five, six in each of those games as well. So we need to be more clinical. Um, and that's that that's across the board uh, for the team. So we should have scored, you know, I think we've won every single game on XG this season. And obviously, I don't want to just use that as an example, but in terms of uh, what one of the big differences I've seen this actual season is we're actually battering teams, you know, battering, battering them for, for a good prolonged period. Um, so yeah, but you know, uh, and, and I'd rather play this way, do you know what I mean? Because I think it leads to more wins than than losses, 100%. Um, but yeah, we need to be more ruthless. And obviously, when we do turn over the ball, we need to be more aggressive in in our counter pressing, sure, sure. Just just going back to Man 
That's first goal. I mean, um, I can't remember who it was. Um, I, I've forgotten everyone's bloody name at the live show. Um, but um, a, a guy came up to me at half time and he was like, "New man, your boy Ramsdale." He was an Arsenal fan. He was like, "Your boy Ramsdale, man. Come on, man. Come on." Man. I was like, Wait, "What's he done wrong?" I, I don't understand the Ramsdale criticism sometimes. Like, I, did you see any like anything wrong Ramsdale did for the goals? I don't. I don't know. I think it was more. I think people talk about the first goal specifically. Maybe he made it a bit too easy for Ansi, but you're one on one with the guy. Like, I don't know. He made a great one on one save. Yeah, I know it was from his own mistake, but I don't know. Did you see anything wrong with Ramsdale for the first goal? No, no. I, I, I guess the thing is that some would say is that you know maybe he gave him the angle a bit easy. That that was always the obvious place to go. But no, it's you know like you said, it's a one on one. Um, it's always a 50-50 opportunity. I'm not really. I don't think he should be, you know, to like to, to hold the blame there. It could easily have been, you know, the mistakes were what happened earlier. Do you know what I mean? That allowed us to end up in that position where Anthony had, you know, free reign on goal where he didn't even have to take a touch. So yeah, yeah. So I'm not, I'm, I'm not as, I'm not that bad on him for for, for that error for, or, or for that situation. Yeah. Just sorry, should I say more so? Yeah, I didn't really understand it. Like I think when you look at Anthony's body position, actually, he's got that kind of like jinky style where he, he he closes his body a lot so on that strike he looks like he's actually gonna close his body and hit it near post so i think maybe that's why ramsdale's kind of gone like yeah. that he thinks he's going near post and obviously it just he's just slotted it at the other the other side right i mean yeah come on guys i don't know what you want me to do about that i don't i don't know what you want uh ramsdale <laughs> to do about that man jesus um but yeah i mean one nil down didn't feel good I was looking at the replays thinking, fucking please, VAR, VAR, come and save us. There was nothing, right? There was nothing to hang on to. Um, it was just a bit of a, a, a sucker punch at the time. And, you know, it was horrible witnessing, uh, you know, all the Man United fans celebrating like that. Um, but, you know, um, after that, I, 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 we didn't go into our shell. If anything, I think that kind of, we, you know, it spurred us on a little bit more. Um, after half time, I thought we came out and I thought we were great. I really did yeah, think we yeah, were great. Yeah. You know, we had a, a real intention about our play. We were very, very purposeful. I don't know what Arteta said to them. Um, but within the first, you know, 10, 15 minutes, right up to Saka's goal, you just felt like a goal was coming, right? Mm-hmm. There was like, our chances were getting better and better. The pressure was just getting... Man United didn't have an attack for and, 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 well, right and, and up to attackers' goal, right? And, and and that's what I say when sometimes the people are like, oh, it's a counter-attack masterclass for United. Like, and I was like, they did not want that. You know, they don't. No team wants to be under pressure like that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you you might say, oh, we want to try and soak up pressure, but their man was stressed. There, mm-hmm. there's there's no other way of. of they were stressed. Yeah. You know, they that was not part of the plan. It wasn't part of the plan. It's not part of the plan to not have an attack, like you said. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. in between that, literally 15, for fifteen period, minutes, they were yeah, in their part. own half. Right? Yeah, they yeah, couldn't get out. That's not part of the plan, guys. Yeah, let's not kid yourself. If you want to be delusional about what your team did, that's fair enough. But we're not going to do yeah. that here. Um, yeah. So I thought uh, I'm trying to remember the chances leading up to the goal. Did Saka had one that flashed past the post, right? Is that was that before yeah, the goal or after the had, goal? Yeah, yeah, no, it was before where he had it, he brought it down, and uh, he's as he struck it, he's been sort of fouled by Malassia at the same time, but he's yes. yeah, he's, he's sort of flashed across goal. Yeah. Um, did Erdegaard have one? 
Odegaard had one where yeah, he was inside and he should have sh- he should have shot and that's right. something where. What See, about yeah, the they're... one that he? What about the one <laughs> that he had that? He... Oh yes, yes, that Jesus chance. That was the goal, wasn't it? Yeah, I where Jesus won the timeline of events, but yeah, um... yeah, yeah, neither can I. Yeah, so yeah, they're, they're, that's what I said. He, he, some of them were a plethora of just even decent opportunities that they could have turned yeah. into you know something a lot more tangible, and that's why I said we have got to be more decisive in the final yeah. third. I think Martinelli um, had a header, right? That De Gea saved. Yeah, was that first, second? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm I'm losing the timeline now as well. I can't remember, but I know it was in that period between like Man United scoring and us scoring. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. I know we had like quite a lot of good opportunities to score, whether they resulted in shots or not. I mean, it was just yeah. it was just sustained pressure, right? And that's uh-huh. that's what we've been asking for from this Arsenal team, right? Is just sustained pressure, and we reaped the rewards for it because. We got our opportunity and goal. Jesus is through and goal. I can't remember who tackled him. It was a great, great tackle, I think it was. Yeah, Varane um, Varan puts Varan, in the Varan, was it? Yeah, and then Saka's just there to, to slot it home. I mean, I was really happy for Saka because, you know, he's had a, a difficult start to the season. Um, but, you know, I thought he this was his best game. You know, he's yeah, coming off the back of a, a good performance against um, Villa last time. Villa. Villa. I thought he was yeah, good yeah. against Villa. I thought I thought he stepped up a notch this game. He had Melassia on skates. Like, yeah, like he yeah, ripped. Yeah. He, that was a real welcome to the Premier League for for Melassia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He won't want and to he, and, and, and he's and he's not even slow either. That Melassia guy no. as well, by the way. Saka burns. Saka's very. Time. I think Saka's very very powerful um, yeah. in terms of you know when, once he gets into his running. So yeah, he's um he started last season slow as well. So hopefully he's starting to get into his running now. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it was just a, you know, a, a nice composed finish because sometimes in that situation you can sort of like snatch you know, at it, get, yeah. get your feet in a muddle or snatch at it and, you know, and there was defenders on the line ready to block it as well. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was quite a composed composed finish. And um, there after that, that is when I have the issue with, you know, what we were doing because... I felt like, for, so from when Man United scored, so 35 minutes, Saka scored at 60 minutes, right? You've got, a, uh, what, a 25-minute period there of just complete Arsenal dominance, right? The, the period up to halftime and then after halftime, just complete Arsenal dominance. And, and we're on the front foot. We just scored our goal. And even we, as fans, we're, in the, we're at the live show and we're all high-fiving each other and we're all saying, yeah, we can go and fucking win this game. Let's go and win this game. There's still half an hour left. Let's go and win this game. And I think that mentality really sieved through to the players as well. And I saw that with the players. But just in hindsight, and I know it is so difficult to do in hindsight, but I think this is where like experience comes into play. Maybe a more mature side kind of puts their foot on the ball for five minutes and evaluates the situation, sees what Man United are going to try and do because they're the home team. You know, they've been getting pammed for the last 25 minutes. What are they going to do? And let's just take, let's just um, calm things down. We know what we can do. If we want to, you know, if we want to start that ball rolling again, we can. And I felt like we didn't do that. And we conceded as a consequence to um, us being just a bit too naive. You know, Lokonga, I think, was feeling himself a little bit. You know, he started the second half quite well, popping it around, you know, nice couple of little sprays. And he's carried the ball 
right? From right centre midfield all the way over to the left-hand side touchline and then tried... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. A little through ball or whatever to Zinchenko that's off, that's not on the money. And then he's caught, like, positionally, he doesn't know what to do. He's like, oh, shit, I've given the ball away. Should I stay with Rashford out wide? He's kind of got that cover mentality now, like, okay, well, Right, cool. My, my my man's here. But no one has covered the centre midfield. No one's there, right? No one's there. Um, and it just makes things so easy for, for Man United just to pop it into uh, Bruno, was it? I think Ericsson into Bruno or whatever. And then Bruno, is uh, credit to Bruno. That's a fucking great through ball, man. It's bang on the money. Absolutely bang on the money. Um, and, uh, you know, some of our final balls were, weren't, you know, weren't great on Sunday. Um, but Bruno, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Like, and you know, Rashford's clean for on goal and it's, it's a good for Ben White. Ben White's probably a bit unlucky. Um, was it Ben White on the recovery? I think he does quite well to get he, he, he made up a lot of ground. He was unlucky not to, you know, try and divert at the end, but yeah, yeah, he was unlucky there. Even the same for the third goal as well, actually. So, but yeah, he was on another day, he probably stops at least one of them, right? Like, yeah, he's, exactly. He's got great recovery speed, Ben White, but um, yeah, yeah I, just... I feel like, yeah, sorry, at, at that time, like you know, that period in between, even until they scored. So, so what, what tended to happen that period, I think, you know, after half time and between when we scored, it was really good controlled dominance. You know, but like you said, I think after we scored, we started to feel ourselves. We're like, we proper sense blood. And that's fine. Sensing blood is fine. But you've still got to have that sort of controlled level of dominance. We started to become a bit just too sloppy positionally. Do you know what I mean? So things that we were doing well in terms of how we were sustaining, we sort of lost that trying to try and trying to go for blood. And like you said, maybe it's a case of sometimes you really still see where the youngest team in the league, you see the naivety. So, yeah. And it cost us there. It cost us there. So... Learning, learning point, learning experience for these guys. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And then after that, obviously, like um, the free subs come. Um, just want to hear your thoughts on that. Really, like it's, it's. I always do feel like that. Um, you know, with this new five sub rule, my one of my f- fears about the five sub rule has always been that I feel like they could, um, the subs could like break up the game a little bit too much. Like when you're making too many subs at once, because. Let's face it, with three subs, you'd very rarely do all three at the same time, right? It would be staggered. You'd do one, maybe maybe two at the same time, one and then one, or one, uh, or one, one, one. Very rarely you do three at the same time. And um, I'm always a bit conscious about that because I just feel like even when you're bringing one sub on, it takes time to, you know, climatize, you know, um, and the game becomes a bit stale for a bit until people, you know, work out what they're actually doing. But when you're bringing on three players, you're changing, you know, a, a quarter of your, of your, of your side. Um, I do think that's, it can have like quite a negative impact on the team. Um, I don't know if that was the reason we conceded the third goal. 
Uh, and I understand that Arteta felt like, well, boy, you know, we've got, um, when did Man United score? It was like 66 minutes. So, yeah, we got like, when he made the subs with 15 minutes to go, he was thinking, boy, we need to get back in this game, right? Let's, 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 let's go for it. I understand that mentality. But did you feel like the three subs at once were a bit, was a bit overkill or did you agree with it? Like, I don't know, man. It's, it's always easier to say these things in highlight in you know in hindsight but yeah at the time I was thinking you know and and I've been happy with Arteta this season for it he's being more proactive you know that was one of our criticisms at times previously that he wasn't being proactive in terms of changes how he went for it and the reality is sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't uh it worked against Fulham when he brought on Eddie changed the game worked against Villa as well so I'm not mad at it. Sometimes, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. I think you know, maybe yeah. I I, I think generally we just did lose a bit of structure once those changes came. Well, I mean, I say that we were already two one down before those changes came, right? So yeah. Um, so, the, so the changes came a minute before Man United scored their third. It was yeah, literally so, straight away. So yeah, we were probably a bit ragged ragged at the time. Zinchenko obviously hadn't played the previous what two. Might might not have been fully fit. Yeah. Um Lokonga was, was a bit probably yeah. Yeah. So I'm not you don't expect yeah. I'm not mad at it. Not mad yeah. at it. It happened. It can happen. You know, it might happen next game. You make those changes and we win. So well, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah, definitely. No, I, I, I agree yeah, with you. Yeah. I mean, I think I think it probably did make us a bit more ragged, but you know, there's always a trade-off when you're trying to get back into game. Yeah. And then, obviously, it was straight after those subs, Man United, they go and score their third, where um, Ericsson plays that ball to, to Rashford, and we just looked... Man. By that time, yeah, we were just, like I said, we were all over the shop, just trying to... Yeah. So, but but I, th I think one thing for me is that what ended up happening, you know, the goals we conceded, they're all very easily rectifiable, in my opinion. It's not like you're scratching your head mm -hmm. thinking, oh, shit, where did it go wrong? It's like, oh, we didn't do this right. You know, we weren't aggressive enough off the ball. We left too many gaps here, too many gaps. Those are easily fixable things, in my opinion. And, you know, like you said, it's probably a case of those don't happen with party or on any day. So, yeah, it's not... It's yeah. not the end of the world. It, it, and, you know, and we can be getting close to getting bogged down in over-analysis just because of who the defeat came over. And mm -hmm. I think that was always going to happen when you had your first yeah. defeat of the season. You had five out of five. Everyone was on cloud nine. Everyone was really high. Um, you've had a game where you've lost and everyone's trying to find a million and one answers. Sometimes it's just a case of you lost. Like, you made yeah. a couple of mistakes. You can't you win every game, man. Even our you best ever side lost games, right? So and 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 that's it. Well, except so, those invincible, do you know what I mean? So, and which is why I said for me, if I'm Arteta, I'm not telling, I'm not trying to change much. Do you know what I mean? I'm just trying to obviously close <laughs> up distances, telling them to be a bit more aggressive off the ball, because um, you could easily play that game against Man United next week and win. So that's what I said. That it's fine margins, in my opinion, very very fine margins. So yeah, and like for example, like I said, I think if that Martinelli goal counted, I think we win that game personally. So yeah, yeah, but yeah it's football, yeah. man. It's football. It happens. Definitely, definitely, definitely. I think after United scored their goal, I mean, we huffed and we puffed, but we didn't really do anything. Did, did we have any chance of note? No. Nah. To be fair, we had I was, a penalty I was, appeal. Was it? Maybe? Yeah, with Eddie. But I, I was quite impressed with Fabio Vieira's cameo. He came on yeah, very, ask. very direct. Yeah. Looked uh, looked quite assured. He's, you know, 
I think when he's we signed him, about him doesn't he? yeah, when we signed him, a lot of people are like, oh, isn't he quite similar to Erdegaard, left-footed, creative? On the surface, that's what it looks like, but he's a lot more direct. Mm. You know, uh, he likes to go to goal more. He's happy to shoot more. Um, yeah, and you know, there yeah, was he one had pass. Like two or three shots anyway when he came. <laughs> yeah, up, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, yeah. He's, he's a very, he's much more of a forceful player. So I think, um, he, yeah, Arteta even said in his press conference that fans will enjoy him. So hopefully now this is the start of us getting to see a bit more of him because obviously. It's obviously he joined and then he got injured in it, so it's uh, it's been a bit of a slow start for him. So, so yeah, yeah. So I'm, that was like I'm sure we'll see him against lovely, that lovely pass that um was it to Martinelli? I can't remember back stick. I remember. Yeah, he did yeah, like, like that really right, right, yeah. right to the yeah, 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 right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great yeah. pass. Uh, I don't know how the hell he saw that. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, we didn't really we huffed and we puffed, but the game was killed at that point. Um, and to be honest, Man United probably could have had. Another, they had like another a couple counter attacks uh, when Ronaldo came on, and um, you know it, it, it could have made things worse for us. But uh, yeah, we got out there with a three-one defeat in the end. But you know, um, just the feeling after the game was obviously disappointment. You know, especially being in the environment that we were, you know, in a live show, and all the Man United fans were chirping up, and it was you know it was hard. It was very very hard. But I didn't come away from that game thinking oh we're in trouble here you know i i came away from that game feeling do you know what if man united when the man united come to the emirates we're gonna stuff them i think i think we will beat them pretty convincingly um so i came away with good feelings about that game i came away feeling that our next game against Everton, i feel like we're gonna batter them as well um I think we're in a good place and the players shouldn't get too down on, on that defeat. Um, it, we played well. And like you said at the start of the pod, I think you play that game 10 times, you probably win six or seven of those games, you know, which is what we're trying to build here. Yeah. We're trying to build like a team who is capable of going out on a pitch and, you know, get putting themselves in a position to win football games. And I think we, I think Arteta is doing that. And I think we, the, the players, are doing that as well we just need to be more ruthless and um yeah just a bit more switched on man because there are going to be teams this year you know that we see it with city look at city city bat- battered villa they had about 90 percent of the game and then what, what one one counter attack and villa scored to take a point off them you know so and that's man city we're nowhere near man city you know so the, the, those the, games the, are going to happen the, the, the style we're trying to introduce is, one, what us fans want to see, but two, it does have drawbacks because the reality is it's a very high-risk, high-reward strategy, what we're trying to do. you know Like you said, more often than not, it will reward us, but at the end of the day, we're trying to defend on the halfway line. If someone manages to break through that press and goes, through, they've got acres of space to run in behind, so yeah. it will happen from time to time and it is what it is. It's life. Yeah. The best Barcelona team ever did, did that. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, cool. Uh, is there any, you know, individual performances you want to talk about? We spoke about Saka. I thought Gabby Jesus was unreal. I thought he was brilliant. I think, I you think know, with... fantastic. I think he's been fantastic in every game this season, man. He's honestly, yeah. like, for someone who is only five foot nine, the amount of danger and the the amount he stresses people, I think, is is just second to none. Um, yeah. You know, I saw a lot of praise for Varane. I saw a lot of praise for Varane and Martinez. Um, after the game, and obviously they won 3-1, so, but if you watch that game, 
he caused them trouble, so much trouble. So, what so they did with fouling. That's what I'm saying. You know, he's he's the most fouled player in the league this season. He and he, yeah. he was a. Uh, I saw a stat after the game. Um, Man United committed 13 fouls in the game. Nine of them were on Gabriel Jesus. So it tells you all you need to know. People are scared of him. And I, I think probably, um, you know, Leroy mentioned it. Probably the only slight worry is that he gets kicked a lot, you know, yeah. a lot, a lot, a lot. And obviously the style of play he has where he's so intense on and off the ball, it's important that we just, you know, manage him carefully. So, yeah. um, so obviously, you know, the game against Zurich, for example, for me, he sits down. Let Eddie have the full 90 there, unless obviously things go really wrong, but hopefully not. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk, let's look ahead to Zurich then, because uh, that game's tonight. Uh, we're recording this in the morning. Um, Arteta said that he's going to, you know, bring quite a strong squad. Um, I don't think there's any real surprise there. I don't think, you know, I don't think when he means strong squad, I don't think he means he's going to start Jesus, uh, Odegaard, you know, all, all these men that, you know, have been starting with the first six Premier League games. Um, I think he just mm-hmm. means they're going to come along. And, mm-hmm. you know, if if we're in trouble, we have them on the bench to, you know, maybe get us out of out of trouble. But, you know, um, it'd be a good opportunity to see some of these guys who haven't had much football so far, like your Vieiras. We're very happy with, impressed with his cameo. Emil Smith-Rowe, is he, is he injured again? That guy, he's injured again. So right. yeah, he got so injured in he got injured him. in the warm down. So we right. won't be seeing him yet. Right, yeah. And but but, but yeah, but like, like you said, when it when it's a strong squad, I think people took that literally as in he's gonna play his first eleven, which isn't the case. Like he's just gonna play guys like Tommy Yasu, Tierney, yeah. you know, in normally this would be a game for like the likes of Elneny, Lokonga, um, you know, Eddie, Vieira, ESR. So that's a strong second team if that was what was going to play. Do you know what I mean? But obviously, yeah. there'll probably be some, some sprinkled first team guys in. Like I think Xhaka and Lokonga will both start um, probably, just yeah. for the fact that the matter is there's no El Nenny and party. Oh, I, I saw, you know, people are getting quite upset. They're like, oh, you know, Arteta's not bringing, playing enough academy graduates. But I'm kind of like, well, one, he sent Aziz on loan. Patino's gone on loan. Brooke Norton Coffee's gone on loan. Do you know what I mean? It's all the youngsters that, you know, are highly rated. They're, they're out playing, you know, tangible minutes, which I think is probably better for their development. And also, you need, to, you need to remember as well is that we have the youngest squad in the league already. So there are so yeah. many players in the team that we're trying to develop. We can't develop everyone. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. fans yeah. are saying they want to compete, but they're also saying they want every single youngster to play minutes. You know, it's sort of like a conflict of interest. You know what I mean? So you're you never going to be able everyone. to please everyone, man. You're never going to be yeah. able to please everyone. So I, I think, yeah. And obviously, in a, this is a competition that realistically we can win. So, yeah. you know, you have to, you have to get that balance right. So, um, so yeah. So if, for example, I'm sure, yeah, like I said, there'll be a couple first teamers tonight, but if everyone was fit, it would be a very, very strong second team. You'd probably be playing like Eddie, like Marquinhos, Vieira, ESI, Elneny, Lokonga. You could make a really, really strong second team. Tierney, Tomiyasu, Holding. It's a decent second team. You know, well, we've basically play. got two teams of, of when players. Everyone's fit, play, when right? everyone's fit, we've got two teams. We've got two two different teams that can play. So I'm not too worried. Obviously, because of the injury situation at the moment, there'll be some first teamers um, that play tonight. But it is what it is. Yeah, it'd be interesting to 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 see what happens. I think Eddie, you know, he's chomping out a bit at the bit for a start, and you know, who knows? Maybe if he, but this is the thing at the moment. Our forward lineup are playing quite well, so it's like even if Eddie does do well in this game, it's like we yeah, you're not really going to start next game, are you? I mean, 
maybe there's some potential for rotation. Maybe Martinelli or Saka's come out but, but, but against it's, Everton, it's, but you wouldn't really a, want to do that, would you? It's a long season. He's going to get loads of yeah. minutes, believe me, because, for example, uh, we expect Brazil to go far in the World Cup. We don't know what state yeah. Gabriel Zis is going to come back in. Eddie hasn't declared for Ghana. He won't get selected for England. So more than likely, he's going to be at home. So he's going to be fresh after the World yeah. Cup. So he will get loads of minutes after then. So, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't worry, man. I wouldn't worry. No, no, no. Um, cool. Is there uh, any other bits and pieces you want to talk about before? Have I missed anything? Uh, I know you mentioned No, I, 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 I think... Um, I, I think just for me, you know, you know, last season when we tended to lose games, we tended to lose them in bunches, you know. So for, for me, it's about reacting and reacting quickly. So probably Europa's probably come at a good time, um, get a win, get the confidence up. And then it will be tough because obviously now, you know, this is probably where it gets difficult. You know, we have that Thursday, shut Sunday schedule. So there's not yeah. a lot of, you know, um, recovery time in between those. So Arteta's yeah. going to have to manage the squad carefully, um, especially you know, with the injuries we've had now. And, you know, yeah. previously, I think, I don't think he's managed that very well. Um, mm. So let's see how he does this, because obviously we've got Zurich, some first team players are going to play here. Hopefully we can get the job done early and the first team guys that do play, we can bring them off. Um, yeah. Because then Everton's a quick turnaround on Sunday again. So that I think that's probably know, the challenge. Uh, do you know anything and, and, about also, and also, and uh, also... Mm, I'll, I'll be lying if I still I did, bro. Yeah, no, sorry. So um, I, I think obviously the the, the 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 main challenge, the main challenge in this group is PSV in it. So, and I think I think it's important, obviously, firstly to win because if you win this group, you get the buy in the round of thirty-two. So you just go straight through to the round of sixteen. Whereas yeah, obviously, if we finish second, we're gonna we're gonna have to play a Champions League dropout. So right. there's big big incentive to to top the group and finish first. So. We skip around and we just go straight through to the round of 16 as well. So, um, so I can imagine Arteta, that's why I said I think Arteta will be semi-strong with it. So, Yeah, I think someone made a, a good point on, um, I think it was Ars Vision. They said, um, you know, I think Arsenal fans, we are quite hung up on this whole playing a couple times a week thing, right? But if we achieved our objectives last year and made Champions League, we'd be doing that. Yeah. You know, they, these men would have the to play same. twice a yeah, week. Yeah. Because... We wouldn't yeah, have been yeah. able to no, afford shoot. to play Marquinhos in the Champions League. We'd be playing our strong team. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, yeah. we, I think we do but get I, that. I think I the opportunity is there to keep yourself fresh. I, I understand it. But I don't think we should get too hung up on it. Yeah. You know, play, and players like to play. No, no, players no. Players like to play to keep in the rhythm. So. Yeah. 100%. I think the, the only thing I would say, just to counteract that slightly, that's why you need a big squad as well. Um, just yeah. because, yeah, obviously these guys are going to be playing regularly, but we're at a position now where if Saka gets injured, you know, it's either you play Marquinhos or you move Jesus to the right. Or if, uh, you know, we're, we're now at a stage where we're, where we're playing Lokonga and there's just, there's, there's a few places where if it, if we do get more injuries, it could get very sticky. So hopefully no so more no injuries. Need to risk it, hopefully no more injuries. We get a win tonight. Yeah. If, 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 you, if you don't have to, don't do it. So, yeah. Understood. Understood. Yeah. All right, cool. Let's uh, let's wrap things up there. Um, again, thank you to everyone who did come to the live show. We appreciate everyone who did come. We hope you had a great time. Uh, Sean, I hope you feel a little bit better. Um, and I'll speak to you again soon. Peace. Cheers. <laughs>
a 2-2 and we've still got more than half an hour to go and here's Ozil, Lacazette, Ozil! Sports Social Podcast Network.